This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape here from Community Waikato. And Vicky is in the studio with me from the Citizens Advice Bureau here in Hamilton. Vicky, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. We've got yes, a, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got a few things to talk about today. There's a couple of quite exciting things coming up. One of them is around um, the public forum you've got going on. So we're going to spend the first part of our show talking about what that public forum is, what it looks like, um, who's going to be speaking, all the all the deals. And then we're going to go over to um, the initiative you have working with community houses, yep. which is a very exciting initiative. So that's our show today. Um, you will learn all about the CAB in the next <laughs> 28 minutes, so stay tuned. Um, let's start with your public forum on the 16th of May. Yeah, so I'm actually going to start with the art exhibition. Yes. So we're doing this. We're doing it a little bit differently. So um, we normally do one week awareness week every year for Citizens Advice Bureau in Hamilton. And of course, COVID has mm. come and gone and messed up everyone's plans quite a bit. So this year we decided to do an art exhibition and we're doing it at the Meteor and it starts on Monday the 9th of May and it's it's on until mon- um, Friday the 22nd. Well, that could be a Sunday. Well, it's on until the 22nd of May. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's open from 11 until 3 at the Meteor. Basically, the reason I wanted to do this was that um, we've often dealt with how people view the volunteers at the Citizens Advice Bureau and that there are some assumptions made about them. So the art exhibition is about promoting the creative skills of my team and how they come from different walks of life and what they like to do, as well as volunteers with us. So have you got a number of artists on your team? We do. It's quite interesting because I actually think there's more because there's 45 in our team and I've got, I think, 10 in total. And I think some of the others are a little bit shy. Yeah. But I have managed to force 10 into exhibiting exhibiting, (laughs) um, their creative skills. And I think it's going to be really good. Can you tell us a bit about the range then of of like, is it all paintings? Is it, you know? Well, I do have a couple. Um, Armina does watercolour paintings oh wow and it's beautiful work and I have Gail who does um uh, I can't remember what she how she called them but they're they're um beds bedspreads that she's created from I don't really like, know. like quilting yeah kind of like quilting but it's cultural oh um, cool it's something that she's learned and then I've got uh Liz coming in with some creative fiber things because she's nice. volunteers with creative fiber I've got Brian who's another painter and I've got a couple of others who I actually haven't caught up with yet who have put their things forward so. nice and I like that that there's a range of sort of mediums of of art yeah there should be oh yeah that reminds me I've got Susan who's a published author oh who's wow bringing, bringing her book and things like that so yeah there's a real range there and I think this is really important like you said that there are assumptions made about who the volunteers are at the CAB um, that assumption is they tend to people think they're a group of old people who are sitting around doing nothing so come down to the CAB can you tell us a bit more <laughs> about who your volunteers actually are yeah I mean we definitely have retired members of the public and actually it's a 
fantastic boon for us when a retired person comes and volunteers with the CAB because they have life skills, they have employment skills, they also have quite a bit of free time and they've normally figured out their lives pretty well by then. So they're calm and confident and kind and empathic. But we also have a number of law students as well as university students and one of our board members is actually 20 years old. So we have a range and we also have uh, men and women who are in their 30s and 40s who are either taking a break from careers or are able to volunteer at the same time because their work are encouraging them to mm. take on volunteering which again is fantastic and you know as I've mentioned before we have a really large volunteering team and they come from everywhere you know, um, and I think what I really appreciate from my volunteers is I know that some of them have gone on to get jobs and have figured out ways to continue to volunteer with us. I mean, Armina, who I mentioned earlier, who's an artist, is is working and also volunteers on a Friday. Oh, that's brilliant! You know, I mean, that's amazing. You can't you can't put a price on that. That's incredible. Yeah. And and she's an excellent volunteer, although she would be very very modest about yes. it and get mad at me for saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's a massive diverse um, diversity to the team coming from um, HR, teachers, um, people from all walks of life. We have people who used to volunteer with Sharma who are now working with us. I have quite a few students who are doing sociology or social services who want to come and get some experience with us before they start working. So nice. it's really good. I think that is that, that is fantastic. And um, I love that you've found a creative way to sort of demonstrate um, the additional skills of the members of your team through yeah. an art exhibition. It's, yeah, it's a bit more fun. And also it's a good social event for the volunteers as well. I mean, our volunteers, it's a job. You know, we we say to you, like, you're volunteering for the Citizens Advice Bureau. You know, you can leave at any point, although I do find out where you live, so you have to be a bit careful. But no, you can leave at any point, but it becomes a job. It's addictive. You actually start helping people and solving issues and working with others, and you get that sort of um, team vibe going yeah. where, you know, and because you're a volunteer, there's no sort of water cooler complaints because you're choosing to be there every day. Mm. So you have this really positive mindset. Nice. And then you get to work with other people who have the same positive mindset who are just determined to make sure that that person on the other yeah. end of the phone or face-to-face -face is going to get the help they need. And that's addictive. Oh, uh, totally. But you've got this this art exhibition starts on the 9th of May. Yep, that's and right. And is it free for people to enter? Yes, it's completely free. So we're open from 11 until 3, Monday to Friday. Um, and there'll be a volunteer there as well. And there'll be an interviewer there. So you can always come in and just have a chat with them about anything that's going on as well. Um, but yeah, you just walk in and it would be a range of different things. And if you're walking past and you want to pop in, you know, show us your support. That would be great. And it's just a really great... I and mean, the media have been really supportive of the mm. initiative and they're actually a fantastic organisation because they're really community-minded. Oh, most definitely. So um, so you've got that going on. You've also got the public forum. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> So every so for Citizens Advice Bureaus around Aotearoa, you have to hit certain membership principles in order to stay being a bureau. And one of them is uh, is, is um, putting on a public forum once a year. And that harks back to when the public needed to sort of be provided with information on a specific topic. So we used to have people from, from all walks of life uh, coming and talking to us mm. about a specific topic to share information with the public and to empower them and yeah. to give them a place to meet. Actually, one of them that you've done that I really enjoyed has been around um, these stories from refugees. Former refugees, yes. yeah. Like, had, hey, they are amazing. Yeah, there was a really great, it was a really great speech uh, from both of them. Yes. 
uh, Madeha and So. And, you know, we've done that every year um, where we provide different ideas. And yes. this year, because of the art exhibition, we decided let's combine both. Yeah. Let's actually do the art exhibition and have the public forum sort of in the middle. Right. So it's now on Monday the 16th. And for the first time, we're actually doing it in the evening. We're yeah. doing it from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. because normally nice. it's a lunchtime event. And we found that whilst that's great and we've got good turnout, we also recognize that sometimes people want to come along in the evening, relax, talk, and it gives Have a different a environment. <laughs> yes, have some wine. <laughs> um, but it gives a different environment to to the public forum. It's not so sort of structured. It's not so mm. formal. Um, and, and it's not so boring in the way it's formatted. I'm sorry, it's probably yeah. a little bit harsh. but um, Well, perhaps it's a little more creative in how it's yes. been formatted. Thank you. Because Thank they've you, never been boring before. No, they no. haven't. But sometimes when you're trying to promote it to, say, another not-for-profit or a member of the public, yes. and you're like, come to a public forum. Them. They're like, what? yeah. I feel Why? like I feel like that name change <laughs> there would be great right from a start. But look, this is quite cool. You've got interesting speakers coming along to this. Yeah, we do. We have um, Heather and Rob Claycomb, who are from All Good Ventures. Um, we we actually found Heather because she did an article. Um, online in the media and we realized that she had she and her partner had started a not-for-profit organization that looked at starting out initiatives and they both run successful businesses themselves cool and then are trying to sort of implement that into the not-for-profit set so which is always great when people yeah. bring those kind of skills to the not-for-profit and we've also got jeremy mail who is from Creative Waikato, and he's he's just all round a wonderful human being. Dr. Jeremy, I believe. Dr. Jeremy. What's up, Doc? <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to do that. I am allowed to do that. Anyway, um, so Dr. Jeremy Mayle um, will be coming along. And yeah, as I said, he's just, he's fantastic. He he knows exactly what's going on. He's incredibly creative, and mm. he, he really pushes the creative agenda in Hamilton because Again, with minimal resources, COVID coming and going, yeah. creativity, exhibitions, those kind of projects are often the first to go. Yeah, that's right. And, they're and they've been are... hammered during this period yeah. of time. They've really suffered the arts, exactly. many of them. And the thing is, if you think about mental health and you think about mm. people recovering from fatigue and lack of resilience and emotional just anxiety a creative event would probably be the best boost for oh, you in you yeah know, absolutely well, and also that connection with others that you get you exactly. know through those events so yeah most definitely yeah um no so and, we've yeah we've got a little different with our forum this year because we wanted speakers who were passionate about what they do and that we wanted to show our support for them because the citizens advice bureau isn't particularly a creative organization but we're always looking at different solutions to different problems so we always want to connect with people and we want to empower oh, others look and we know that there are some amazing organizations that do just that I'm thinking Arts for Health for example you know mm. a really good example of, of using the um, the medium of art to support people's mental well-being and there are that's just the first one I thought of but there are a number of organizations yeah, right. that do yeah. that so um, so I think it, it makes a lot of sense for a community kind of social side being far more connected with the artistic side of or creative side of life. Absolutely. And then, you know, again, you know, the whole point of sort of letting the volunteers show off their skills and things like that was to show that, you know, we are more than just our jobs. We are more than just our volunteering roles. We are more than just one aspect of who we yeah. are as individuals. And creativity could be anything. I mean, if this goes well, it's our 50th next year. I would like to do something huge. I'd like to yeah. do a really 
really big event where everyone gets to show off something individually and maybe bring in other organizations to really show how the CAB is a connector organization and that there is help out there. There is There are lots and lots of people out there who are going out of their way to support the community. I think I think it's marvellous. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, um, because, you know, one thing just isn't enough for you guys. Um, <laughs> on top of your day job, you're also doing this um, initiative throughout our communities in collaboration with community houses. So um, we'll be back to have a conversation about that. <laughs> song I wrote you might want to sing it note for note don't worry be happy in every life we have some trouble but when you worry you make it double don't worry be happy don't worry be happy now down so don't worry be happy don't worry be happy now don't worry be happy don't worry be happy don't worry Don't worry, be happy. Now there is this song I wrote. I hope you learned it note for note like good little children. Don't worry. 
be happy. So listen to what I say in your life, expect some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Felt like that was a relatively <laughs> apt song for our conversation today with Vicky from the Citizens Advice Bureau, based down there, um, south end of Victoria Street, um, really beside the driveway of the the big church up on the hill. So really easy to find. Our neighbour, actually, yep. community <laughs> Waikato. Um, so, so Vicky, you're looking at doing some really interesting work um, with community houses. Can you tell us a bit about this project? We've touched on this a bit, but you've made some progress. Yeah, I have. So I came up with this idea because I found that community organisations, especially community houses, were getting clients in who had multiple issues. So they would come in for the Kaivolution to get some free kai and then of course it would turn out that their housing wasn't particularly stable um their work and income relationship with their case manager was going bad maybe they had family issues going on sometimes drug and alcohol but not always um just basically chaotic lives and community houses are really good at folding in people into their community and supporting them but they were often reaching out because they were unsure of where to go to next so yeah. they didn't have sort of the top-down view of organisations that CAB and, does. And you've got such an extensive um, database of community and social services yeah. throughout the, the city. Yeah. And it's insane because it's... The country. The actually. country, yeah, yeah. exactly, because that's the point. Because the other issue as well is when people were moving from, say, Hamilton to another part of the country, providers were worrying about services being dropped halfway yeah. across because you've got someone who's relatively chaotic. The chances are they're not going to go to an appointment you write down yeah. for them with someone they've never met. That's right. So so we started thinking about this new idea and Well Energy have provided us with funding in order to roll it out, which is fantastic to have a funder really believe in your initiative. Yeah. You know. So we have six months to try out this idea. So I'm feeling the pressure. Yes. But I'm actually really enjoying this. The uh, the. Uh, Ability to roll out a new initiative from end to end yes. for a manager of a not-for-profit is just, it's, wow. oh, you know, chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, so what's happening now is we're getting in touch with Origin Research, um, Origin Research Trust, and Lucy's coming on board with us so that we can do an evidence-based um, research project evaluation yeah. thank you yeah, I'd forgotten the word because I think sometimes not-for-profits are really good at what they do but they're not particularly good at showing their work yes. and they're not particularly good at formatting in a way that a private sector organisation would go this is good well, work well also research is a very specific skill yes like that people take many many years of study yep. to learn to do well and this is a fantastic organization that it's this is their bread and butter this is yes. what they do this exactly and they do it for not-for-profits which is great we have a yes. not-for-profit working for not-for-profits yes. researching best practice which for me is fantastic because as you can tell from my speech pattern i have a tendency to run before i can walk uh so someone both right <laughs> yeah so someone like lucy who's literally just built to hold me and say wait 
let's yeah. do this properly let's say you know so she's already started and we've got a meeting set up in a week's time so what we're going to do is we're going to get in touch with two community houses so we've got Roe from Glenview yeah and we've got Neil from Western Community House and we're going to meet together and we're going to advertise for volunteers from within their community or within their organization and then I'm going to train them to be accredited interviewers but they will be based at that organization nice so whilst I'll manage supervise and support them they will actually work from a community house which is fantastic because then we have someone who has the skills of an interviewer right there for the organization yeah. to lean on has a working knowledge of the organization they're in in a way that i could never get no matter how many networking meetings i attend and they can work both and they'll have a really unique perspective on what works and what doesn't oh look exactly plus for the organization then you've just invested in um internal professional development which is hard for community houses yeah. to do so that's great but I'm thinking from the end user position going into a community house and seeing somebody in a place that you're comfortable and safe mm. and you've got relationships um, to then have that kind of wraparound support that the CAB often is able to provide, you know, with that real detailed understanding about what's happening, what's available, you know, and how to connect people to services. I, I just think it's got to be a win-win in every right? direction, isn't I, it? Yeah, exactly. When I was talking with Well Energy about it and I was doing the, the, the proposal, I was trying to think of ways that we could fall down and I honestly couldn't see one. I know yeah. proposals are meant to be positive, but yeah. I was like, honestly, that I can't, even if this doesn't work, even if it turns out that we can't do it this is still going to be development it's still going to be a way forward it's still going to be you know organizations working together and there's still going to be positive outcomes for the people who are involved so I think that that is Hmm. absolutely fantastic so you're starting with the two I'm pleased to see there's one in the Hamilton South area not not that I'm biased but it is always nice to see that and I and I know as well how um you know Neil has such a strong connection in the western part of the city as well with um a very active community house both these community houses have really strong teams they do and they have teams of paid staff and volunteers who are doing their absolute best for their community and by us coming in and saying look we can provide resources we can provide training we can provide support we are helping them roll out their initiatives yeah and it works for everyone it's, it's fantastic for us because sometimes the bureau um, as we've talked about the reputation of our volunteer team, our, our bureau reputation as well is that we're a little bit antiquated and we're not, you know, up with the times, which is not true. Come visit us and I'll show you. <laughs> a little defensive. Um, but, you know, we are trying to think of different ways of volunteering. I mean, if you've got someone, say, yes. near Western Community House who has a disability, they're not going to want to get on a bus. They're not going to want to drive to Victoria Street in order to do a two and a half hour volunteering shift. They're going to want to work. Or what, sorry, they're going to want to volunteer in a role they find interesting that works for them. Yeah. We can open up this role. We can open up these resources. We can support different types of volunteering. We could have multiple volunteers working across the week. We could have one person who likes just doing their own thing. And they'll be, you know, supported and supervised by our manager and made sure that the work is sort of kept to the right standard but we can figure it out as we go along yeah I think it's such a magnificent concept and it's great to see it's rolling out I know you'd, you'd worked on a bit of a time frame <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's tight you know I mean and, and part of this is determined by the funding like there's, yes. a, there's yes. a time frame that they're working to so um, but yeah I also appreciate from Well Energy's point of view yes. I mean they're incredibly supportive of us um, they're 
their grants manager, David, is really fantastic to talk to. Um, the CEO, CEO, oh. David. Oh, sorry. Sorry, David. I apologize. It's we, a very new appointment. Oh, good. <laughs> it's like acting, but, um, but fabulous. And so, yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, he has been around in the community for many, many years. Mm. Um, absolutely knows his stuff. But I think what's really key here is he... He has that vision for community and understands what it is you're actually trying to achieve. Yes, so he appreciates that I'm not a private organisation. I'm not running a team that can, you know, but I also want to be able to provide evidence back to him and you know because he's he's given well well energy has provided funding to citizens advice bureau on a concept yes and i want to work in good faith with them and be able to provide them with something that is you know professionally done that has that sort of end-to-end management this is best practice these are the lessons we've learned this is where we'll go forward yeah because i feel like sometimes funders don't get yes you know like they get accountability reports which are fantastic they're not fantastic you know what i mean um but but sometimes they don't get to see the day-to-day work. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of fear sometimes for community organisations that when things aren't, don't work out <laughs> as they were meant to or, or as anticipated, never happens. we don't necessarily want to tell the funders about that because of this fear that, oh, we won't get funded again. But actually, the relationship between funders and communities are, are changing. Absolutely. Um, and this is why it's great to bring an origin research at the front end to really yep. look at how do you do an evaluation. Let's get that right through the whole project. Yep. So by the end, you've got quality data absolutely and and what i really want from this role for the volunteers and for the volunteering team is to come up with a new way of delivering our service that meets more needs yeah our communities are changing but some of our most vulnerable are not they're staying where they are they're they're less services are being piloted towards them less initiatives things are moving online um, digitally excluded and we're struggling to find them and provide them with the support yeah and you know if you if you're working in a vulnerable community, you need to keep thinking of different ways of doing things. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Um, so we've only got a couple of minutes left, and I wanted to make sure people know how to contact you guys as well, just in case. I believe it's on your pen. It is on my pen. So, <laughs> so. last time I struggled to find our number, which was pretty terrible. Um, and you've got a few different ways people can get hold of you. They, oh yeah, definitely. People can go in, and you've been open right through COVID as well, and, and available for. Well, you we've know, been available, and, not face to face all the time, yeah. but we have been available, and we still we are open face to face. Yes. From Monday to Friday, from eight forty-five to five p.m., and you can also call us. Um, on the 0800 number 0800 367 222 that's 0800 367 or our number which is 07 that's 07 but if you're interested in volunteering with mm. us um, I would suggest that you actually email me direct and my email is manager.hamilton at cab.org.nz or just call and ask for Vicky. Yeah. Um, I'm normally around or flitting off somewhere doing radio shows. Um, but yeah, just give me a call, especially if you come up with an idea. If you're sitting um, in a community or in a community organization, we're, we're rolling this out with two community houses at the moment, but we are keen to do as yes. many as we can. We are keen to throw this open to mobile organizations, small organizations, anyone will be really flexible with this role so if you've got any ideas or you'd like to volunteer then please just get in touch because I really want this to work but I want this to work for everyone else
Yeah, look, it's a, it's an amazing initiative. Um, and and just before we go to that reminder that the uh, that the art ex- exhibition is starting. Yep, starting on the 9th of May, and it runs until Sunday the 22nd. And our public forum is on the 16th of May from 5 until 7, and it would be great to see people there. Yeah, the more the merrier, absolutely. Um, that's fantastic. Thanks, Vicky. Um, Thank we'll, you. we'll do an update about how it all goes, you know, <laughs> as, as we go along. Um, I hope to see as many of you there as possible. Um, on the 16th, I will certainly be there. Um, yeah, that, you will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I already had my arm twisted. No, it was fine. <laughs> it's a Monday night. I'm always available. <laughs> that is us for another week. You have been listening to Connect with Community Wakato, Free FM 89.0. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.